0: Well, sometimes I fear, I I feel with all these scriptures, uh, that the the lectionary presents to us on a daily basis, it's kind of like a big feast. It's a a smorgasbord, and I don't know, you know, which one to to grab onto to talk about because they're all so good. That parable (laughs) has got a lot in that parable. It's a beautiful parable. I'm actually not going to choose that delicacy, though. I'm going to go back to our first reading from Ezekiel and probably bring in our our responsorial psalm a little bit. This is a beautiful prophecy of the sacrament of baptism, beautiful prophecy of the sacrament of baptism. Ezekiel was prophesying about 580 years or so before the birth of Jesus. And, uh, it, you know, he's speaking about God bringing the nation of Israel out of exile back to the land that had been promised to them. And um, I think that might be a little bit difficult to try to understand in a prophetic manner uh, because that Really, in a certain sense, has not been fulfilled and will never be fulfilled, according to the letter, literally. Uh, but I would say what the true intent is is a mystical intent, and that is the gathering of the people of God into uh, the promised land of of the Church and the promised land of of heaven of salvation. Um, so that one's a little bit, you know, that that element of the prophecy is something that you know needs needs thought and comment, but but. Apart from that, the whole talk about water is a very clear clear prophecy of baptism. Um, I will sprinkle clean water upon you to cleanse you from all your impurities, and from all your idols I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you natural hearts. That's a really beautiful thing. What we see here is the power and the reality of salvific grace given to us in the sacrament of baptism. So the clean water, the, the, that's that's there. Um, a new heart and a new spirit within you. This is a spirit that's enlivened and empowered by the very life of God's. This is the gift of grace given to us in baptism. And uh, maybe I'll just sort of focus on this, this element of the prophecy. He'll take out of your bodies your stony hearts and give you natural hearts. What's that, that all about? Well, I, I, it's quite remarkable the, what grace does to us. Grace elevates nature and unites it to uh, the divine nature. Uh, but it also, at a kind of more fundamental level, it heals our nature, our human nature. Okay? Our natural, created uh, being is healed. Because of original sin, our hearts are wounded. And uh, we have disordered passions. Our lower powers of our soul sometimes, oftentimes, get the best of our reason and our conscience. And that's what's technically called concupiscence. Uh, it's this kind of inclination to sin. It's a result of original sin. And uh, our intellect is darkened. We have a hard time seeing clearly different moral truths and uh, various transcendent realities such as the existence of God that would otherwise be open to our human reason. But because of the darkening of original sin, there's a kind of a cloud over our mind. So oftentimes we really can't see ver- various truths very clearly and um, so what's beautiful about grace is that it begins and initiates this process of healing so that the disordered uh, chaos that is the human person begun, begins to take shape and form and is restored to how it was originally intended to be. So that our reason and our conscience is uh, in command and uh, all our passions are subordinated uh, and a just and proper manner underneath our um, our reason, and uh, our intellect begins to kind of be enlightened and illumined, so that we can see more clearly. Our conscience operates little, more clearly, little by little. And this is a beautiful process. It's begun in baptism, but it's continued throughout our entire Christian journey as we grow in faith, as we grow in grace, as we uh, uh, confront and meet various trials and challenges in our Christian life. And um, and we grow in that process of healing so that our hearts would be restored to their natural state, so that he would give us natural hearts. And so we know that when we obey the Ten Commandments, when we follow uh, God's law, and, and that's very important for him, he says, um, "...I'll put my spirit within you and make you live by my statutes, careful to observe my decrees." So obedience to God's commandments is really essential to this whole process of regeneration and healing that takes place through the sacrament of baptism. Uh, And we begin to see that God's laws and his commandments are not a burden. They're not an external imposition that takes away our freedom. But they're keys that unlocks our human nature so that we can be truly fulfilled, so that we can be truly who God created us to be that we can live according to who we are uh, as, as human beings. So we become more human the holier we become. The more like Christ we become, the more human we become. Uh, it's, a, it's a very beautiful gift that is given to us, and this morning uh, we celebrate it with gratitude.